Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby and have ourselves a drink. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. Well, we are back in the lobby bar for the week of November the 1st, 2021. Brian and Michaela here. And November the 1st is a very special day. So we're going to need a special drink to commemorate it. Michaela, why is November the 1st special? Uh, Because it's All Saints Day. It is All Saints Day. It is the day after Halloween, and it is also someone's birthday. So everyone out there in the lobby bar, uh, raise your glass, say a toast to Michaela for having a birthday. Happy birthday, Michaela. Thank you very much, Brian. I appreciate that. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you for taking time out of your special day to come and have a drink in the lobby bar. Uh, I know that even on your birthday, you're always down for having a drink and catching a movie. So what are we drinking this week, Michaela? So I thought in homage to Halloween, because it's one of my favorite holidays of the year, we could do a really cool, creepy, spooky Halloween take on the margarita. It's called okay. a black, uh, black magic margarita, and it is really pretty tasty. Um, I had a Halloween party this past weekend, uh, kind of an impromptu gathering of a close group of friends who also enjoy tequila. And I mm-hmm. made this up mm-hmm. and I have to say it's real good. So, um, okay. So the ingredients are pretty simple. Um, the thing that really sets this off is black sanding sugar. I know we've done a lot of stuff with black sanding sugar for the Mm -hmm. month of October. Um, it's really easy to find at any grocery store, but you really don't want to skip this step. So get some black sanding sugar, get some ice, uh, four ounces of any sort of silver tequila that you want, two ounces of triple sec, a half a cup of lime juice. And then um, what you're going to do is you're going to rim two glasses with uh, a lime slice and then dip it in the black sanding sugar so that it creates this really beautiful sugar rim. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to divide the tequila triple second lime between two glasses and you're going to stir it. You could put it in a shaker and pour it in. Just be real careful because you don't want to have... uh, you don't want to pour it onto the sides and screw up your beautiful sugar rim. So just be mm. careful with that. Um, once you have all the ingredients mixed in, that's when you're going to add some amazing food coloring. To get black, you're just going to add equal parts of blue, green, and red. That makes black. And um, if you're worried about your teeth, don't worry too much about your teeth. Food coloring isn't going to stain your teeth. Um, had some, some people worry about that when we were drinking it. Um, it is, it, depending on how much you use, it can turn it very, very black. And that's really kind of cool. It might turn your tongue, uh, a different color for a little bit, but that's temporary, but don't worry. It won't stain your teeth. Um, but you add the food coloring until you get the level of black darkness that you want and then, um, add some ice. And uh, you can garnish with some more lime, if a uh, slice of lime, if you want, but it looks pretty great with just the sugar rim. So yeah. drink up, 
because it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, drink up. So that sounds great because uh, tequila is great and you should only have parties with people that like tequila, I think. Um, so yeah, so that's good. Margaritas are good and definitely spooky takes on margaritas are also good. Uh, but you know what's not good, Michaela? It's the box office numbers for whenever Halloween is on the weekend. So your weekend box office is going to tank because Friday night, Saturday night, and then Halloween was Sunday night. Those are nights for parties and for drinking your Black Magic Margaritas. They are not nights for going to the movie theater. And the numbers uh, would definitely indicate that. So Dune repeats at number one with uh, about $15.5 million. Uh, Halloween Kills, which I guess is apt for number two, $8.5 million, followed by No Time to Die. Uh, New entry, My Hero Academia, World's Heroes Mission at number four, and Venom uh, down from fourth to fifth with uh, just over five and a half million dollars. So Dune takes second week in a row. Uh, you know, pretty big dip from the forty million dollar opening weekend. It's running out of steam quick, and we are having a big release coming this week. So, what do you think? What do you think for Dune? It's about you know fifties, you know, about sixty million dollars now, somewhere in that neighborhood. So, uh, where do you think Dune's going to end up here domestically? I guess at least. You know, I I really want it to do well because we did see Dune and I was really impressed. It is a visual masterpiece and it's overall a really compelling and great story. The acting is really great. Um, there's nothing wrong with this movie. I think it just was sort of a victim of timing circumstance. What I will mm-hmm. say is November is a great time uh, for movies. So as long as it su- continues to support strongly in November. I think it has a good chance of making it over the hundred million dollar mark, but Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to get up to 183, 200 million, you know, what it needs to do to really sink itself into the top five for the year, which Mm -hmm. is a shame because it is amazing. Um, You know, when we saw it, my, I think Anthony, my husband said it was, I think the inside outside was seven Academy Awards that he thinks are going to be nominated uh, for it. He just absolutely loved it. Um, And so I think it's doing really well. I just wish it was making uh, a little bit more money, but you know, Thanksgiving is, is an American holiday. uh, And a lot of people go see a lot of movies. So as long as it's in theaters for that, I think it's going to take a more adult crowd rather than the Marvel stuff, because, mm-hmm. you know, Marvel is generally considered kid friendly. So we'll see how it, how it plays out this month, but. Yeah. And I think that it'll, it'll hold on kind of strong. Cause I think theaters will want to keep it in its rotation, especially theaters that have IMAX screens just so they can uh, kind of utilize that and use it as kind of a showpiece for, yeah. you know, the technology and having those IMAX screens, but yeah, we'll have, We'll have to see how it does. And we'll have to hold uh, your husband accountable when it comes time for the Oscars. So stay tuned for that. You know, when we get into next year and get into Oscar season, we will, we'll see how that fares. So, but as far as this year, uh, the yearly box office standings, uh, not too much of a shakeup. Shang-Chi still at first, 222 million. Uh, And Venom moved into second place with 190 million. So it passed Black Widow this week. Uh, Rounding out the top five, Black Widow, Fast 9, and A Quiet Place Part 2 is still hanging in there. Uh, at the number five spot, but Venom moved up 190. It's probably going to eclipse $200 million. So that's, that's pretty good for Venom, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely better than I thought it was going to fare. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a little surprised that it has eclipsed Black Widow, but good, good, good for them. That's awesome. Good for Tom Hardy. He's amazing. (laughs) So yeah, that is that is pretty awesome. Um, so when I was putting this list together earlier today, I 
was, you know, just kind of looking at these numbers and yeah, Venom passed Black Widow um, into second place. We moved Black Widow down to, to third place. But Black Widow, $183 million, and it made something like $80 million on streaming. Shang-Chi and Venom weren't streaming. So Black Widow also has that in the bank as well. So it would have been interesting, you know, had Black Widow been pushed back and been, you know, released under these uh, same conditions as Shang-Chi and Venom to really see what that film would have done uh, yeah. on its own legs there. So yeah. Yeah, good call. Good call there. And one thing, so Halloween Kills is interesting because that debuted at number two, but, and it made eight and a half million, but it was also streaming as well because you were able to see Mm -hmm. it without going to the theater. Yeah, that's right. Because that one's available on Peacock Plus. I don't know if it was available same day streaming. I think it might've been um, like a few days later after that opening weekend, maybe it was released on the, on the Peacock Plus. Um, yeah, I, I watched it at home. Um, uh, my wife and I watched it the night before Halloween, you know, we were getting into some scary movies. So, uh, we saw that one on there was available to watch, watched it. Uh, I have to say, I'm glad that I didn't spend, you know, $30 for the two of us to go into a uh, theater to see it, but I mean, it's still doing pretty well. It's doing really well in terms of, uh, you know, horror film dollars. So I, that's making a lot of money because, uh, they're pretty cheap to make. and Yeah, I was going to uh, say, it could not have made anywhere near $8.5 million <laughs> unless poor Jamie Lee Curtis, well, not poor Jamie Lee Curtis, the amazing Jamie Lee Curtis was like, I'll do this again, but I need like buku dollars. <laughs> yeah, And then this do- is the last time I'm touching this character, right? I will do this for $1 billion. Uh, but we have a film coming out this week. It's, it's probably not going to make a billion dollars, but it's probably going to do pretty well. Um, and it's the next up in our line of Marvel films coming out. And it's Eternals, Michaela. Uh, kind of the early feedback on this one, It's it's been kind of hit or miss. It's very long from what I hear. It's going to be the second longest of the uh, Marvel films right behind uh, Endgame there. So uh, Eternals, Michaela, are you excited for this one? Are you going to head out and see it? Or I am excited. I will probably see it. Um, I'm a little concerned because anytime we get a group together, that's not, um, the Avengers, mm-hmm. uh, you get a group of superheroes together. It doesn't tend to go well. So DC has really tried with, um, Suicide Squad and with, the Justice League, and they've just kind of missed the mark. I mean, they, they 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 make enough money to them for them to keep doing it, but everybody compares the two and says that Marvel's way better and their storylines are so much more in sync. So I'm a little concerned that this one isn't gonna isn't gonna hit the mark. And it was such, it's gonna be a tough reset after Endgame. I mean, there was just mm-hmm. a lot that was riding on it, and Endgame did so well. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But it's got some great actors in it. Um, I've heard that it's also kind of soap opera-y, which, you know, might be all right. I might be, I might be down with that. I might be all up in my feels. That might be okay. But yeah, I, I personally am very optimistic for it. This is directed by Chloe Zhao, who just won Best Director for Nomadland uh, last year. Um, she's amazing. And I think that kind of these initial reactions, um, <laughs> at least in my own head, are probably just people are not, you know, 
sure what to make of it or expecting something different or this just feels different than the other Marvel movies. Maybe I could see that being the case. So they just don't really know how to uh, categorize it. So, um, but yeah, I'm pretty hopeful that this is going to be good and I'm going to hopefully try to get out and see it. Probably not here this opening weekend, but uh, you know, maybe in the, uh, the week or two after and, you know, give it a, you know, check it out and we'll have to report back to everyone, see what, see what we thought of it. And of course, we'll be back at the lobby bar to let everyone know how it does next week on its opening weekend. But Michaela, we have our margaritas. It's your birthday and the show's about to start. So we should probably drink these, uh, mix up another. I'll, I'll take care of making these up. I don't want you to have to, uh, to do it. You brought the recipe, uh, but it's your birthday. So I'll mix up this next round for you. Thank you. Yeah, and we'll talk to everyone next time at the lobby bar. So go see a movie, have a martini, and wish Michaela a happy birthday.